Another episode of We Did That Shit Podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, what we learned from shit, and how we got through some shit. I'm Maya. And I'm the B. We appreciate you, podcast family, and we hope your week was the shit. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Thank you for checking us out. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and follow us on all social media at We Did That Shit. What's up, Mai? What's going on? Chillin'. Mm-hmm. I'm chilling too. How was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, I'm just getting back from Atlanta. Uh, we went down to Atlanta to the One Music Festival. It was a fun ass time. It was. It's a fun time. Yeah, I'm not really like the outdoor sit on the grass or the dirt type of person, but when you go to festivals, you just got to, you know, be all the way in. And it was a good-ass time. Huh. Uh, who was there? Nasir Jones, of course. Mm-hmm. He did good. That was my first time seeing Nas in concert, so I was real excited about that. Um, T.I. did good, even though I didn't see his set because I was in the food line, so I only seen part of his set. He did really good. You know, he got hit, so we could go on and on and on forever with him. I uh, just look at him. Yeah. Like, and let me tell you, when his little ass was running around on that stage, <laughs> I was like, damn, I never really looked at T.I. like, damn, T.I. sexy as hell with his little ass. But that little nigga was sexy. He is. <laughs> Yeah, he was looking he was looking tight right up there. Then he took his little shirt off. But the highlight, it was two highlights of the festival. And that was the Atlantic Crunk sec, um uh session. So they had like the East Side Boys, Pastor Troy came out, Ying Yang twins. We was in there when I tell you hype. Hype, sweat dripping off your damn body because you was twerking so hard. Lil John wasn't there. Lil John, I think, is Lil John is probably too big to be at the. I don't know, but he wasn't there, and I, I mean, like, we definitely missed him. But Little Duval came out and did. I'm living my best smile, life. bitch. Listen, smile, bitch. You know, and when I tell you that damn crowd went That's right, that crowd went mm-hmm. crazy, and I was one of them. That's um, my check out the uh, we did that shit Instagram stories. I uh, hashtagged it one music fest, and you can see all the fun that me and the crew had uh, down in Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta because you know that's always a good time, mm-hmm. a good ass time. Well, I'm just, you know, while you was living it up this week, uh-huh. I'm feeling like I'm just in a Negro spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> like a wade in the water? Oh, yes. Like, I just feel like, you know, I want to just, I want to just, like, walk, like, you know how I just want to walk into my job uh-huh. with... Smile, bitch. Yeah. I be just loud as Come I on. possibly can. I ain't going back and forth with you. You know, I just right. want to. Like, but I'm just that damn song. I'm just walking in like <laughs> not smiling. <laughs> Swing low. 
it ain't hot. That's low. Oh yeah, my damn. goodness. It's just, I just really feel like mother to son by Langston Hughes. <laughs> I just, but <laughs> mother to son by Langston Damn Hughes. Mm-hmm. Read that's, that if you have it. A very, it's a very good poem. <laughs> very good poem. And that's just, you know. That's where you at with it? Just, yeah, but you know, the week is over and you know, what's done, you know, yesterday is yesterday. So I'm just looking forward to a better week. I hope so because and every single week we get on this damn podcast, you like, I hate them. People. You know what it is? I don't like the job. This is wearing me out. Mm-mm. And you know what it is? Because I've had jobs like that, so I understand. But now I got it so easy. It's just like, yeah, smile, bitch. I am. <laughs> it's not even that. I Let me be clear. I love my what job. You do. Yeah. I love my job. I love what I do. And um, it's the people. It, 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 I work in a very hostile work environment. Yeah. And I had a That's mentor. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But I haven't met with my mentor almost all year okay, because of all the transitions and all kinds of stuff that's going on. But I shot her a little email like, can we get together, please? Yeah. Because all those good gems that you would give me, um, you know, anybody else want to be my mentor? You know, if, you're, be in, if you're in leadership, I'll be your mentor. And I'll give you some good ass advice uh, for them people. Maya, you <laughs> you can't be telling me. <laughs> Tell them beep 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 beep. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I, I mean good. Yeah, stuff. and listen, I have been told that I was a bully at work. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not crazy. First of all, everybody listening knows this is not true. Mm. Secondly. I'm not a bully. I hate bullies, actually. So that can't be true. I'm just no nonsense, and everybody knows that. So that's just what it is. I'm not a bully. But I will give you some sound advice if you want a mentor like me. No. Oh, okay. I need a mentor that's going to help me keep my job. Oh, okay. Yeah. I listen. But anyway. So, anywho, it's, you know, yesterday is yesterday. Every day I look forward to a new day, you know, thinking something's going to change. It don't, but oh well. All I'm saying is, is this, before we move on, do yourself a favor. Get you some uh, Bluetooth headphones where nobody can see, make your hair big, put them around your neck, put the thing in your ear, and just play little Duval as you oh, walk it through the hall. And when you smiling, look at them people like, <laughs> uh-huh. Ain't going back and forth with you. I'm living my best life. Yeah, I mean, yes. like, definitely. That will, wow, get you, that will get you through. Shout out to Little Duval for that. Yes. So, who did some who, shit this week? My who did some shit kind of goes into the topic. Okay. So, you, you do your who did some shits first. Well, Listen, for the last couple of weeks, we've been kind of serious. Yes. But we've been giving out good information. And we want to thank everybody for all of your emails and your text messages and everything. People seem to be really resonating with the um, HIV 101 when we answer some questions after that. And then last week we did mental health. Go back and check out those episodes if you haven't. And this week... We just out here. Yes, a lot of shit going on. We got to catch up. Too much shit going on. Right. So, who first did some shit? Well, you know, Nike Mm -hmm. is out here Mm -hmm. um, making deals and Mm -hmm. uh, being... 
don't know how we feel about Nike. So Nike, you know, Nike has Colin Kaepernick now as their face of their 30th uh, Just Do It campaign, their Mm -hmm. 30th anniversary of their Just Do It campaign. And they made Colin Kaepernick the face of it. So tell me how you feeling about Nike. Are we happy or are we just like, uh, you want some bullshit or like, how are we feeling? Well, I'm not burning any Nike, anything that I have, and I'm not rushing to the store to buy no Jordan. You shouldn't be burning stuff that you already paid for. Anyway. It's goofy as hell. I, I'm not burning anything that I have, and mm-hmm. I'm not rushing to the store to buy any Jordans. Okay. That's how I feel about it. I feel if we want to take, first of all, I'm happy when a brother get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. However, um, Nike is not the great white hope. You know, mm-hmm. I think what we should be focusing on is the fact that Nike's stock is worth more than ever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still making money and it shows you the power of the black dollar. Right. So it we that's what we need to focus on. We need to understand that the black dollar is very powerful. And if we can boost Nike mm-hmm. in such a way that we could take from other places that non-urban dictates they Mm -hmm. don't want to advertise on our radio stations Mm -hmm. our tv shows Mm -hmm. our movies and things like that you know these blatant racist uh rules and employees who treat us bad and you know call the police or arrest us or throw drinks throw food throw clothes we can't afford it whatever there is power in the black dollar and that should be the focus of what is going on so that's really how i feel about it but but you know what nike nike I mean, you know what I mean? You got to give credit where credit is due because mm-hmm. Nike really did some slick shit. <clears throat> because, you know, right before they announced Colin Kaepernick as the face of the Just, the Just Do, Do It, it campaign, mm-hmm. they made a deal with the NFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so now the NFL has to use Colin Kaepernick. And Nike products, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, because if they would have did it in reverse, you know, they would have like, no, we're not going with you. But I thought that was a little slick. I liked it myself. Yeah, I mean, I uh, like, I understand exactly uh, what you're saying, and I do agree with that. I mean, I'm I'm on the fence as far as Colin, the, the Colin Kaepernick decision, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel the same way. On the one hand, great, you, you right. are supporting this person right. who lost essentially everything, you know, right. his livelihood mm-hmm. to make a stand for what he believed in. And so that's big because just because it's him and what he has going right. on and, you know, what he stands for. And then on the other hand, it's like the race thing, the, you know, Black Lives Matter, all that kind of stuff is big business. And so companies want to get in in on that and so you know on the one hand i'm just like oh champion go nike and then the other hand i'm like well shit it benefits you right you know exactly. so it's just like you're not the great white hope. yeah exactly. exactly so but shout out to colin kaepernick shout i mean out to colin always good to see a brother get a check exactly so who else did some shit well you we have to talk about the what what's the gentleman's name who was killed both of John. He was murdered. Mur- murdered. Murdered. Premeditated um, murder. Degree murder. Yeah, in his home, in his own home, by a Dallas police officer. Um, what was her name? Amber Geigert or something like that. White. Uh yeah, yeah. Privilege, mm-hmm. you know. So apparently this 
white police officer went to the wrong apartment. And this mm-hmm. is the story that they're telling us, that they're right. feeding to us. She went to the wrong apartment because she was so tired after working 16 hours of serving warrants that she went to the wrong apartment and she walked in in the dark. She gave voice commands that he did not follow. And then she murdered, she pulled out her service weapon and then she murdered him. Um, do we believe the bullshit? I, she, no, I believe that she, they was kicking it. Mm-hmm. She ain't won her. And she was like, you know what? If I do this and say this, I can get away with that yeah, shit. Yeah, of course. That's exactly what happened. Because she could, because she's a police officer and they can do anything that they want to do. And it just proves that they can do anything that they want to do and they keep getting away with it. For every cop that's convicted, you have hundreds of cops that aren't convicted. And the fact that the police are now trying to put this story out here that this woman didn't know that she was going to the wrong apartment. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the history of nobody walks into their home. And the first thing that they do is not turn on the light. Right. Nobody in the history of anybody walks throughout their home. Right. They, they might hear a little something and then now turn on the light. Cause you don't know where the light right. is. You ain't know where the light is because you wasn't in your own house. Right. You know, first you said, oh, the door was unlocked. Then you said you you had a key. Then you had people coming out that they're not even putting in the documents, witnesses who said what they heard, you know, and what they heard was not, oh, I'm trying to get into an apartment that's not mine. Right. Furthermore, how the hell do you turn a key that's not yours? You in the wrong apartment, but you said that you turned the key and then the key that wasn't yours let you into a damn stranger's house. Right. That, right. No, I, when I turned my damn key, first of all, when I turned the wrong key. Right. If I'm come home, you know, I just got my keys in my hand. I had a bunch of keys on my ring and I put the wrong key in my damn door because three keys look alike. The shit ain't going to turn. Well, they was kicking it, so she probably of had the key to his place. Yeah, and that's what, and that's the, she's lying. And then now they won't talk about they found weed in his apartment. Really? Yeah. So you're trying to criminalize, criminalize him. him, right? Right. But that's that's for being murdered. It's his fault that he was murdered. Yeah, his it's house. his fault that he, he was, was in his own in his house, house, that in his own place of safety. You know where you should feel safe in your own home. It was his fault. But you know what? Stay away from these women. Stay away from these women, black men. Stay the hell I mean, away. You already know how I feel about the cops. I don't like cops. I feel like is there are there good cops out? Sure, there are good cops out there, but you're not a good cop if you're protecting other cops that's doing wrong. You're not exactly. You are. You exactly. are more a part of the problem because you're not bringing a light into exactly. what's going on. And her it's story all don't make about no damn sense. None. Not, interrogate her like you would everybody else. Interrogate no her is, as if she he was a went black into man. her house and killed that's her. Right. They would that's have right. hung him put him under the prison, gave him life without even thinking about it. And you charge this woman with manslaughter? Mm, mm, mm. This is a clear case of if I can't have you, nobody else can. Clear. You you didn't do what I wanted you to do. So now I'm going to come in and I'm going to kill you with my service weapon. The reason why I killed you with my service weapon is because I know that I could go and I could tell them anything because I'm a white woman and people protect white women. Mm -hmm. Speaking of protecting whites, 
Ooh, what happened? The man who killed two police officers on what? On video. And shot at the police that was coming. No, and and and, and shot uh not only just handguns, he had yeah, like he an AK, he went and right. got shotguns, he barricaded himself behind the uh the behind the truck, yeah. shot at the cops after killing the two police after officers. Killing the two he police killed them, officers. you know, they laying killed on the them. ground, and Dang. then he's shooting, and yes. then after he ran out of ammunition, he, he said, like, Oh, all, all right. right, well come get me now, because I didn't ran out of ammunition. Right. And the thing and is they never Shot back. And they came and got him. Right. Like they came right. and got him and okay. handcuffed him. Right. What the hell? Right. Like you ready to go down, Mrs. Smith? I, I was, I, I, I well, a, a, a boy walked into a church and killed nine black people and he was taking a Burger King. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you needed that whopper before we went and we uh started interrogating you. Even okay. though you you confessed to it, you said this is what it is, it's all kinds of evidence, but I think you don't forget to get that whopper. Mm-hmm. He killed two police officers dead. on camera. Right. Dead as dead could mm-hmm. be, laying on the ground. And the first mm-hmm. thing you think about is that you're not going to shoot back at the Joker. And when they walk that up wasn't to a white person in I don't a car, know. they draw guns. First of all, they they just just the if you watch the video, just the whole way they treat black people is just so different. This man stepped back, drew his weapon, mm-hmm. and then the other cop, the the what when he st- when the first cop that was close to him saw him draw his weapon, he started drawing his weapon, and the other cop that was with him just walked up like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, like you know, like nothing. Right, like, like he was window shopping. Exactly. It was and did you see um it was a video circulating around about a little boy who was um stopped and handcuffed. He was riding on his bike with his white right. grandmother. Yes. Yeah. And they said that they didn't they thought that she was he was robbing her. her. And, and she said, that's my grandson. And she and like, yeah, that's my grandson. We just came from church. They still arrested him, threw him to the ground, put handcuffed him, threw him in the back of the damn car. You seen this man murder two cops right in front of you. Right. And yet you gave him time to go in the house, to load up again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He brought his bullets out. Basically, he was kind of like setting up and y'all was just letting him. So everybody out there was just thinking about dying. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, it's one more thing. It's one more thing. Did you see the video of the guy who blocked the children at FAMU for going up in the um, elevator? Well, it was a it was a white uh, person who. So it was these students walking into the building. When he approached them while they was walking into the building, he was like trying to block them from going into the building. He was like, oh, you're not coming in here. You don't even got a key. Mm -hmm. So it was about five black boys and one white boy, you know, friends. The little white boy held up the key like, yeah, we do have a key. Then he let them in the door. Mm -hmm. Then he said, oh, well, you ain't coming up on the elevator. And they like, how you gonna tell us we not coming up on the elevator? You know they giving him pushback. Like if you don't move out the way, he goes into his pockets and brings out a gun. Basically, like shows them the gun and then puts it back in his pocket. And you hear one of the little students saying, "Why? Why are you bringing out a gun?" Mm. And he like, "You ain't coming up these. You ain't getting in this elevator. You ain't coming up here." What the fuck? I Was mean, he security? No. 
This was off-campus housing. So it's just like an apartment building. That it, you, it was off campus, so it wasn't school housing. No, it wasn't school housing. I'm thinking that it's not school housing because the, the guy didn't work at the school. He didn't, like, they, they have since fired him from his job. Oh, from his real job. From his real, real job, they have fired him because what of the that? video that's what circulating around. I don't fucking know. Who, I even, you know, dig deep into what he did and all of that. I just think that it's I mean, ultra it's just ridiculous. To me I'll be like, because you know, what if you're in a cubicle next to the person that goes viral? And you're like, that's James. Right. <laughs> Look at James' dumbass getting fired. Oh, James definitely getting fired. If I seen right. somebody that I worked with on a damn video treating somebody like that, I will go to HR 100%. Twitter wouldn't have to find him. I will go to HR and say, this is who y'all got working in here. Because mm-hmm. my thing is, is this. F- yes, fire him. Because if you go and banish a gun in an elevator right. with children, right. then you might you bring that same work. gun right. to, if you don't want me, because you had a problem with these black kids getting mm-hmm. onto the elevator, going upstairs, like right. they was going to do something. What the hell are you going to do to me? Right. At, when I'm getting on the elevator at work. Right. Because you want to make copies. Get out of here. No, yeah. I can't. It's, the shit is just getting out of control. It makes me sick to my stomach every time I see it. I'm not shocked by any of the things. Like, not by any means. But, I mean, that's just crazy. Well, that's that's the race side of shit that's going on. But what else is going on? So, let's talk real briefly about the Nikki and Cardi thing. Oh, I have I have something to say. <laughs> you got hype, like oh, yes. I have something to say. Yes. What what you gotta say? Is about this the thing on? Thing? Testing, this, testing. This thing Hello. is definitely on. So, this is just what I want to say mm-hmm. about the Cardi B Nicki Minaj thing. First, when Cardi B first came out on Love and Hip Hop, mm-hmm. I was like, "Who is this crazy little girl?" Like. I, I instantly liked her, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying liked her, like, oh girl, if we would, if I from was from New York, we would be best friends. Yeah, but, but like, like, I liked her. Yeah, I think was she was authentic. authentic. Yeah, you know, she was just herself. She was mm-hmm. true. This is who she is. She wasn't trying to pretend. She was like, you know, my teeth is fucked up. Like, hee hee, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. She was just her. Got she was grinding exactly. She mm-hmm. was grinding, trying to make it, whatever. And she was funny. Mm-hmm. You know, so she comes out with a Bodak Yellow. I love it. Know every word to the song. And everybody loves it. Let, let, it. let me just say this. I'm sorry to cut you off. Everybody who's anybody likes Bodak Yellow. The one thing about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj is nobody, unless you're a Barb, like unless you're her fan base, you don't know no damn Nicki Minaj. Song. What is a Barb? That's what she calls herself, Barbie. So she calls her little fans who like two. They like two. She calls her little fans Barb's. You can't go to an arena, right, unless it's full of Barb's and put on a Nicki Minaj song and people know it word for word. Like, you can't do that. You could do that with Lil' Kim. You could do that with Foxy Brown. You And you could do it now with Cardi B. Right. Everybody well, likes Cardi B. Well, and Cardi B, I mean, just since you mentioned that, Cardi B, they was like, your song is number one. She was like, yeah, because everybody got to like it. Even haters got to like it because even haters got haters. Right. You know, so, <laughs> Say, little <laughs> bitch, you can't. Right. <laughs> you know, so, anyway, you know, and it was number one on the billboards. Right. For 
like a few weeks, seven still. weeks, I yeah, think. seven, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's you know, uh, people have been musicians like a, yeah, a long forever. time, and they never achieved that. So you know, and so now, and she has two. Mm-hmm. You know, her other song made it to the Billboard. So I'm just saying that I'm not angry with Cardi B. Mm-mm. I understand. You know, you mad? This is how you act. I just want to say, Cardi B. You ain't got to do that shit no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, even if it's a beef and they disrespecting whatever, take the high road. Be like, yo, bitch, you can't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just walk away. I, You know, but I understand sometimes things make you angry and you like, no, I don't know who you think you messing with, you know, because you want to go back to your authentic self. Right. Which is even something I say at work all the time. I was like, you know, you're, you hey, don't know me. Hey. <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm still a little black girl from the ghetto. You right. better watch it. Like, sit down. Yeah, right. You know, like that. And like, when you told y'all, you better lay low. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, but that's just what, you know, I know Cardi B songs. I don't know any Nicki Minaj songs. Didn't even know where Barb was. You know what I mean? And for real, for real, Nikki, uh, Cardi B will increase your Jeopardy score. She's been on Jeopardy twice. Mm. She's been in a pop culture category. Mm. She's been in number one hit category. You know, so yeah, Cardi B, you ain't got these little pets. These, yeah, <laughs> right. You ain't got to mess with them. So that's all I got to say about that. Well, but I like know, Cardi B. I like Cardi B too. I don't like Nicki Minaj. I don't like Nicki Minaj, not because, like you said, I don't know her. You know what I'm saying? If we was, like, hanging in the same neighborhood, you know, I definitely wouldn't be friends with somebody like her because I hate uh, throwing rock and hide their hand type of bitch, like, or person. Mm -hmm. Not just a chick, a dude, any, I just can't stand a person like that. I hate a person who throws the rock, hides their hand, then plays the victim after they threw the rock. Like, you started it. You know what I'm saying? And now that you started it, and the girl is coming to you, and she finishing it, Mm -hmm. or she just approaching you about the situation, now you mad. Because here's the thing. A lot of people have come out and said the same thing about Nicki Minaj. That she's underhanded, that she wants to be the only one, that she sabotages people's career. She don't want you to mess with this person. Oh, if you deal with her, you can't deal with me type of thing. Mm. And if eight people saying the same thing, you're the common denominator. Right. Everybody ain't lying on you. Because you know people be like, nah, she lying on me. She just that. Everybody's not lying on you. So I believe what they're saying about you. And now you've met your match who's not having it and i the one thing that i feel like is like cardi b you was at work Mm -mm. we gotta kind of like reel it in when we at work Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because at the end Mm -hmm. of the day it's bringing a paycheck it's your livelihood don't fuck with your livelihood but I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at you for what you did. I'm not mad at, at you for all. approaching a situation. I have seen so many people on the internet be like, oh, they did this at this white establishment and all this other stuff. And it's like, let me tell you something. White people going to think the same about you anyway. If they are the kind of people mm-hmm. who think stereotypes, mm-hmm. they think negative of black people, mm-hmm. they're going to think about you like that mm-hmm. no matter what. Right. Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. is worth what? 
one billion, two billion dollars, billion of her own money. Right. She signs her own checks, right. and they still look at her like she's less than. Right. She called Michelle walk- Obama eight. Exactly. You know and she's the damn first lady of right. the United States. So people going to look at you no matter what. So if she would have got approached at Hot 97 Summer Jam or she got approached at Harper Bazaar, at the end of the day, it was bound to happen. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Cardi B, don't let Nicki Minaj or a person like Nicki Minaj bring, bring you, you down. to that. That's right. However... I get it. I get it. I get it. 150%. I get it. Like, sometimes you got to just be like, hey, this is my only chance. I might not never see the bitch again. So I'm coming over and I'm approaching you. And it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, sometimes it be like that. Like, yo, get her now because you ain't going to have no other chance to get her. But yeah, Cardi B, let's like, I do like, I do like the fact that Cardi B hasn't addressed Nicki Minaj since she came out like on her queen radio and said all of the stuff about Cardi B. And she was like telling her side. I'm glad that Cardi didn't Don't again go yeah. and say, mm-hmm. nah, bitch. Cause di- mm-hmm. nah, it's no need of being back and forth. Mm-hmm. First of all, you didn't already prove what you right. want to do, what it is. Right. And that's just what it is. And, and, and lastly, what I have to say is, this is not an excuse. What mm-hmm. I'm about to say is not an excuse, but it's the truth. Cardi B is just removed from her circumstance. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, we grew up in the hood. I've been out the hood. I've been living in Virginia 10 years. So I'm 10 years removed from it. But in 10 minutes, I can get back to it like it ain't nothing I in 10 seconds. Say. What I mean by that is when I first moved, I was quick. Mm. To be like, who the fuck you talking to? Right. More so than I am now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I still had that aggression that's still in me. Mm. Now I'm a little more seasoned. I'm a little bit more removed. I think about things a little bit more differently because it's my livelihood or whatever. Mm. You know, I got more things to lose. She'll get there. She just ain't there yet. Right. And it's not an excuse, but it's the truth. It is what it is. It is what it is. So Mm -hmm. Cardi B... Do you boo? Do you? But don't let these bitches <laughs> take you off your high yes. horse. Yeah. So uh, lastly, I just wanted to mention uh, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. Wait, do you know who Mac Miller is? Uh, you know the young boy in music that life was snatched from addiction. Yeah, we have to do a podcast on that. We definitely are going to do an episode on addiction. Uh, we can speak to it. Uh, for sure. So we'll definitely do a whole mm-hmm. because I think that the way that these young kids, this opioid epidemic, this K2, this lean and, you know, the way that we champion the drug addict now mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, like as the thing like, hey, kids, mm-hmm. you too could be a drug addict. The way that we, you know, champion that whole thing is ridiculous. So we'll do a whole episode on that. But um yeah, Mac Miller, 26, life snatched away. And it keeps being more and more instances of this. And people ain't paying attention. Like, are you paying attention? Open up mm-hmm. your eyes and see what's going on around you. Them double cups, they ain't bringing I, joy. But I, I understand me? what you're saying. But when a person is in addiction, you can't 
get them to understand oh, any anything. of that. Any of that. No. So, you know, when, Cause they're when in things because well, 'cause they're in it. And when but when things happen like that, our my heart really goes out to the people who love them. Yeah. The people who are fighting even for them the to enab- get out of the something enablers. Yeah. The enablers, the one who, you know, the tough love, the people who show tough love, mm-hmm. um, the people who love them and they but had to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like that because they hurt in a different way yes. and they hurt much longer after you know the heartbreak because he's free now yeah and now his addition. family has to and deal has, with right the people who loved him losing him at such right. a young age and not just family because no he touched a lot of people's right. lives he and was a he was an artist right. so he has fans you know, people right. who was looking up right. to him, right. uh, people right. who were looking at him, doing some of the same right. things because of him, Maybe. you know, right. all that type of stuff. Right. Listen, in the dead times we live in now, Demi Lovato's uh, drug dealer is doing interviews. Okay. Right. So we definitely going to do a whole episode on addiction because you, the drug dealers, mm-hmm. are, the white drug dealers, excuse me, because if that was Pookie down the street selling drugs, he wouldn't be doing an interview. He would be locked the hell up. When I seen that, mm-hmm. I said, this ninja is on TV telling mm-hmm. how he sold this girl drugs, how he wasn't a part of the, the OD. And nothing happened to him. And so he's home somewhere selling somebody else some drugs. That's 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 the type of time we on right now. But yeah, R.I.P. Mac Miller. And um, you know, condolences to his family. Speaking of times we're living in, <laughs> I got some shit on my mind. What's what's on your mind? So and they kind of go together. Mm-hmm. The first one is a recent strawberry letter. What's the strawberry letter? Well, oh, the strawberry well, letter, it, is, it but... comes on, you know, the strawberry letter comes on a Steve Harvey show. I listen in Eastern time. So it comes on at 8.04 a.m. during mm-hmm. the Steve Harvey morning show. Now, I don't listen to the Steve Harvey morning show too much. But if I'm in my car at 8.04, I usually turn on a strawberry letter. If I think the letter is dumb, like the lady who wrote in talking about my husband wants me, but he doesn't want my children. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. What are you talking about, lady? Shut up. First of all, um, you knew your husband ain't want you. And, and, or and these kids, I mean, right. You when you married him for kids. 20 years and after the, it, it was crazy. Anyway, I, I turn it off. I don't have time for that. Kind of nonsense. <laughs> what the hell? So, but a recent letter, and it could have been a repeat, but I had never heard it mm-hmm. before. Well, what happened? Because they be interesting. So they like the six this brown is... girls. They like the six brown girls letters on um, Twitter. Like, um, search six brown girls, and you just see the craziness of the people that write okay. in. But uh, go, go ahead. <laughs> so, a man writes the letter. Okay. Saying that he and his best friend. Or, you know, best friendy, thick as thieves. Uh-huh. You, he's gotten along with all of her boyfriends in the past. Mm-hmm. When she introduces him to her boyfriends, she introduces him as her brother. Okay. Well, her most recent boyfriend and the best friend clash. Okay. You know, the best friend doesn't like him. He was like, I just don't like him. 
you know, I get a bad vibe. I think he does her dirty. I don't know why she's with him, blah, blah, blah. They clash. Do the boyfriend? No, keep telling me because something's going on. So the boyfriend invited the best friend out to the strip club. Okay. The boyfriend paid for the lap dances. Uh-huh. The boyfriend paid for the drinks. Oh, he was getting them toasty. They was a, a boy's night out. Uh-huh. On him. On him. hmm After they're leaving the club, it's late. They're drunk. The boyfriend asks the best friend if he could crash on his couch mm-hmm. because allegedly the best friend lives closer to the club and the boyfriend had further to travel. Okay. So best friend, boyfriend out. Boyfriend pays for everything. Best friend, boyfriend go back to best friend's house and the and he's like, yo, let me just crash on your couch because we both tipsy. Okay, I'm cool. too tipsy to drive home. Okay, the rest it. of the way home. Okay. Sure, no problem. Uh-huh. Enter the acute infection. Shout out to Frank the Barber. <laughs> of one thing led to another. Well, what led? What what and the hell is one thing led to another? Listen, go ahead. Listen, okay. I didn't write the letter. Okay, go ahead. One thing led to another. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, we're rolling, tumbling all over the floor. What? Wait, who's tumbling? The boyfriend the and boyfriend the best friend? and the best friend. So the best friend feels terrible, wanted to tell his best friend right away. Who is the girl? Who's the girl? These two men. And These then it was the girl. Men. Okay, okay, okay. And he said he waited about a week because he didn't know how to tell her, but he ended up telling her And now the best friend, the girl, is no longer talking to her best friend, but she's still with her boyfriend. Well, times have changed. My, my, my. (laughs) Times have changed. Um, Listen, listen, listen. So she don't want to be friends with her best friend. Why? Why don't she want to be friends with her best friend? if. He broke the friend code. Your best friend slept with your man. First of all, your best friend did you a favor. Your best friend slept with your man. No. Your best friend did you a favor. Your best friend slept with your man. If your best friend, if if your best friend, Laurel, Uh slept with your man, she did you a favor? But my best friend is sleeping with my man. Her best friend... Listen, here's the thing. Listen, her best friend Be, slept with her man, period. I don't care. Her best friend slept with her man, but her best friend did her a favor by letting her know who her man was. Um, no, her best Yes. Friend. First of all, you ain't going to tell me that you ain't know that man was either gay or bisexual. You ain't going to tell me that. No, I there's believe, signs. That's I, number I one. So he didn't do did. any kind of favor. Your best friend slept with your man. No, he did her a favor. Oh, I God. think that she should take her best friend. That is a double standard. Well, if your best friend was a female and she slept with your man, you'd be like, fuck her. Yeah, but my best friend 
Yeah, it but doesn't this is matter. a whole different situation. It doesn't matter. Yes, it, it no, does yes, not it does. matter. Yes, it does. It, it does, does matter. matter. It does and not. at the end it's of the day, standard. it is double standards no. in life. It's uh-uh. double standards in life. Mm-mm. Do you want to take out the trash? That has nothing to do. Just answer I, the question. That has nothing. I don't take out. Do garbage. you? But do you want to? I don't. Want okay. To, and I don't. right. Do you? Do you want to shovel snow? I uh, I have to sometimes, but but do you want to? Sometimes it's a workout. Do you want to pump gas? I don't pump gas. Okay. And so my thing is. That's is not that, a double standard. That's yes. That's not a double standard. Yes. That's the way that it is. It's the way that life goes. Listen, no. you don't want, we talked about it. You don't want to cut the grass. You don't want to pump no. gas. It's a double standard in life. Life is That's double, a bad analogy. Listen, no, it's not. Yes, double it standards exist. So I think that the girl who is best friends with the guy should get a cake, get some balloons. And if you into champagne, bring me a bottle, bring me a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Take it to his house. And when he opened the door, be like friend and give him the cake. Now, if my best friend was Sheila, I wouldn't be taking a cake to her right, house. Why? But if my best friend is Charlie, yeah, you get a cake. No, Charlie doesn't get a cake. Charlie still slept with my man. But mm. so even more, but even more than that, even okay, so forget that because we don't agree per yeah. usual. But my thing is you still with the man? Right. See, this is the thing. <laughs> and he should take her a cake too. Because you dodged a friend. You dot y'all wasn't really here's the thing. He got along with all of the other guys. Because, because they, were, they wasn't into guys. Right. So it's just like, oh, all right, we cooling. You ain't get along with him because now you see through who he is. And the thing is, and is he that, wanted you. Right. He's you like, oh, man. Exactly. He's yeah. seeing you for yourself. And that's you why he him. was like, no, listen. Club. And that's why he was like, come on, come out with me. Ah. You know, I ain't like you for six months. Then you're going to invite me to the oh, club. Oh, the best friend said, she know he not even my type. What? Well, what happened to the um just fell? In, what was it? What was the case of? <laughs> one thing led to another. First of all, one thing led to another is the craziest damn thing. Nothing leads to one thing does not lead to the other. You know what you want to do. Like you already knew. You probably had it in your mind. Like, uh-uh, something ain't right with Tyrone. And I'm going to expose him tonight. That's why he deserved the cake because no. he exposed no. it. I mean, he didn't expose anything. She knew, unless she a dummy. Well, but she, she might be a dummy. dummy. <laughs> she right. could be a dummy. But the fact of the matter is, her friend still slept with her man. The friend is not trustworthy. The man is not trustworthy. And your man is gay. So, and what you, you going to be friends with? So, uh, listen. I wouldn't be friends with my girlfriend no more if she slept with my man. But you would no. be friends with a gay dude if he slept with your man? Then he'll be trying to sleep with all your men. If he's sleeping with all my men, then I need to look in the mirror of my damn self because what kind Maya, of... Maya, Maya, I just can't. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you. T- times have times clearly have changed. changed. We ain't going to agree on it, but like, if 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 my friend sleeps with my dude, my my male friend sleeps with my dude, we'll have this discussion again. And prayerfully, it won't happen, and then, and we don't have to have the discussion. But it is a double standard in life. I would have gave him a cake, but I would have probably bust my other friend upside the head with a bat. But I'm not violent. 
<laughs> Not at all. I'm saying. But I do, I will say, I will agree with you that he broke the friendship code. He, however. He did. Like, uh, your friend. Uh, I mean, first of all, someone that I know uh-huh. slept with my husband and you don't even talk to them. It wasn't even your husband. You. That's different. That's different. Hey, this podcast is going to go long if we get into that. This is the reason why it was different, 100%. Because that was your husband. This is her boyfriend. Boyfriends come and go. Your husband that we stood in front of and took vows to God, and then you slept with my husband, and then you had the audacity to forgive the person. It's not much forgiven in the world. No. Look. No. First of all, let's not get into it because I'm going to get angry. Oh my gosh. I'm going to get angry. And no, it wasn't. And I didn't stay with him. You shouldn't have. Right. Exactly. Like her. She chose. She's still with the dude. It's not even her husband. Well, first of all, she's goofy. Right. It's going to blow up in her face yet again. He's going to keep sleeping with somebody. But yeah, it's a double standard in life. (sighs) But. Damn, times really have changed. Times have changed. <laughs> and let's just talk about this um this catastrophe that I that? call the high school football game. <laughs> good times, good times. I when when you ain't we fun. were young, you I had a fun. good time. I mean everybody on it, but anyway. <laughs> It's not when we were younger. Yeah. When we were younger, it, I'm it sure older. Time. Right. But I'm sure older people looked at us and be like, mm, the kids these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no doubt. I'm sure that they thought the same thing. Oh, their music is, they weren't using ratchet, but what were they using? Yeah, that's Satan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what they were saying what back they then. Say it back then you the know. words of today have um, taken these over so kids much. today and yeah. all this kind of stuff, whatever. However, we when we participated in activities, mm-hmm. we had to be we had to show some type of discipline. You definitely had. You to had show to have discipline. discipline. You had to have some decorum. Mm-hmm. You had to be neat in your appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, had to be uniformed. Right. When you was in a band. You had to be uniformed. You were a cheerleader. cheerleader you, you had, had to, to be, be uniformed. Like same hairstyle. Yes. Same bowls. Same socks. Same sneakers. Everything. Um. And even when and when something wasn't going on, you were like standing at an attention, mm-hmm. waiting for the next command. Mm-hmm. This is what you do, you know. You was listening, um, right? Just you right, listening here. So you had uniforms, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and now they just got shirts. They like you, you yeah, like no, just shirts, just like t-shirts. Yeah, put this on, right? You know what I'm saying? I we just, together. <laughs> I was just what I couldn't believe it. I I really I couldn't even enjoy myself. Yeah, because you kept looking around like, what the hell is this? I can't even believe that this is has happened. Well, believe it. Listen, times have changed, and it's not in a good way. It's not in a good way. Everything has to evolve. Everything has to change. Things aren't the same as what's the same as it was when we were kids, like it was for our parents. No, we all know that. But the way that it is now is scary 
Because so okay, there is even, a tradition. There is none. Where is the discipline? Where there's something about having some kind of it's an honor. It was mm-hmm. an honor to put on the uniform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like whether you were playing sports or if you were in a supportive activity or whatever you do, it was like an honor to do that. And it's just like it doesn't exist anymore. Like you lucky I'm here. And that's exactly how they act. <laughs> when we were sitting at that game oh, and so then the kids, the, the couple of little girls was uh, late coming back to the band and then they sashayed. Right. No, they sashayed like they was getting ready to get into formation with the band and just start just jumping and start doing the dances. Uh, like, no. First you of all, you're supposed to be back. Quarterly. Right. <laughs> you're supposed to be back seven after seven. Right. You know. It's it's thirty five after seven, right? And here you come sashaying in, like, hey y'all, I'm here. What? Yeah, I just was. And you can't in the day today's times, you can't get the parents to be on board right. to make sure that they have discipline or uniform mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. because the parents don't want anybody to say anything to the kids. Right. You know, they too, the kids mm-hmm. is two, the parents is four, right. you know? So you just coming up like what you say to my, uh, uh, right. uh, calm down. Right. And then you wonder why good people aren't guiding the kids anymore. You know, teachers have changed. You don't have like the teachers or the uh, instructors of yesteryears because don't nobody want to deal with that bullcrap. But something tells me like there was something in it that, you know, they know better. Like they are Ooh, trying to teach. So the cheerleaders, for example, okay, when they were out there and they got an old coach being Right. And she, well, she, she was my coach. I was about to say, she been a coach since before the when hell. She I was, when she I was, was a damn kid. When I was in Little League, she was, she coach. was a coach. And in high, middle school, high school. So, yes, but what I'm saying is, no, because she, and she said it was a good group. But what I'm saying Not is, the way they, was, they were, hmm. I don't know if she was away somewhere or whatever, because they were acting just like out of control Anything. ratchet. Uh-huh. You know, and then at the start of the quarter, she, I guess she stood up or something, and then they start acting like, you know, her other coach did the little follow the leader, mm-hmm. but they all just fell right in, mm-hmm. you know, once mm-hmm. somebody was, so does somebody have to be there telling you, like, yes. all the time, all the time, all the time? Yes. Like, what kind of, no. It's but like, that's because we're not teaching the kids that times really have changed. That's the theme. It's, times have changed. Yeah. The fact that somebody has to be there. You think about it even like when we was young, right? And what drum major pops their fingers to the music? But you think about it even when what? you think about it even when we was kids. Nobody had to be around you because you knew a somebody was always watching. watching. Exactly. You knew that you was a representation of whatever. Exactly. So whether it was the school uniform, whether it was your damn parents, you knew you was a representation of something. Mm-hmm. So you was falling in line any damn way. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it was an honor to be in it. So you wanted to make sure that your shit was correct anyway because it was an honor. It meant something mm-hmm. to you know. You had to work for it, but think about it now. The times have changed. Kids don't have to work for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with them cheerleaders, 
them voices that, uh, you know, like you don't got no bass in your voice. I can't hear you in the top bleacher. That kind of stuff would never be acceptable. The kids, the way they walking around with the pants off their asses, you know, the band, mm-hmm. the drum majors, you, like you said, popping, popping your fingers, popping gum, <laughs> popping damn gum in the line. You know what I'm saying? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's just a, it's a different, first of all, you got people sleeping with that friends, husbands, cousins, you know, it's a different time. Just saying. It's, yeah, it was, I mean, fun time at the game, but it did make you think, you know, it made you think. It is so funny because, you know, when you're younger, you never think that I'm going to be one of them kind of people, people that's like, well, well look at when these kids, kids right. and this, that, and third. And then when you become one of them people, you really be like, mm, these damn kids. Right. I mean, and, and I think tradition is important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Deja, my daughter, is really into tradition. She mm-hmm. likes, but that's because tradition. she was taught well. You ain't four, and she too. You know what I'm saying? Right. So well, you, I mean, even even though not even a not to young, young parents, right. but I'm just saying, like today's parents, right? Because people was young in our parents' age. They was having kids at 12, right. 13, right. and all that. Right. I'm talking about today. But this, I'm just I'm, I'm just today. talking about tradition in a sense that. You know, at the games, it's the alumni mm-hmm. and the parents, the grandparents that support the game. Uh-huh. And we pay. Because we pay. Exactly. So if we are going, we want to, that's my high school too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and we want to participate. And that's why you have those tradition things so that everybody can feel a part and that everybody can, you know, join in the celebrations. Right. Yes. It's a new time. So you get new cheers. We weren't doing the cheers that, you know, my mom was doing in the seven, early sixties and seventies or whatever. And, you know, we weren't doing those same cheers and surely there are some new cheers, but then there's some that are just, they stand, yeah, in the they test stand the test of time. There's right. some cadences that stay in the test of time. You know, we had the high is we play it all the time. So it, we, we have to, the traditions are important for mm-hmm. everybody to enjoy and mm-hmm. to have a nice time. And, and, you know, um, there's a coach, you know, friend of mine, whatever, and he's always on Facebook, always asking for the men to come out and support yep. the young people. Come on, do this. We have to invest in our youth. You know, yep. I've been coaching for this many years and come on. He's always and I keep saying, like, why is it so hard for you to get? He said, first of all, these it's hard to coach boys mm-hmm. because once boys get a certain age and they start having sex, it's they can't control them, mm-hmm. you know, and then when people get. And then there are not a lot of examples for them no, because the, right. good, the good examples are out here hustling, working hard, right. trying to provide trying for their provide. family right. or getting out of the hood. Mm-hmm. And, and then some of them don't really have anything to give, mm-hmm. you know, so it's very hard to find, you know, people to work with the youth. Mm-hmm. And it almost, mm. almost made me say, mm, I need to get involved. But I know youth is really not my thing. I was really never a kid. Myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I was always old. I never did a whole bunch of kid stuff. Never watched cartoons. You know, never went to house parties. I just seen house party for the first time like last year. No, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I was definitely a kid, and I definitely would want to get involved. And it's what I'm getting ready to say is going to sound kind of crazy, but not really. 
I don't get involved because of where I live because I want to get involved in my own neighborhood mm-hmm. and because I don't live close to home anymore. Right. It's like, I don't want to go. I don't have anything. Yeah, I, exactly. Right. And it's right. like, it so shouldn't be sense. like that. It shouldn't be like that, that because sense. it should be all youth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of the kids across the board. Yeah. It, you know, I live near DC. It's right in the inner city so it's something to give to all kids but it's not my kids you know what i'm saying i just don't have it i don't have that i don't have like remember when i worked at wawa for three hours and and the girl i had snatched the girl up who tried to put her hand in my drawer because you gotta don't ever rob a wawa because you gotta drop all the money in the safe all the time (laughs) but she like stuck like you gotta put that and i had a line like yeah hold on bill like i'm just here you know for a couple dollars while i'm in school but Mm -hmm. hold on and then she was like Little girl tried to put, she stuck her hand in my drawer when I was ringing the sale. And I snatched her up and then finished the sale, closed the door, locked the register, went back in the office. Like, you know what? I didn't think this through. Right. You know what I mean? This ain't I'm for just me. going to go home now. I appreciate the opportunity. I thank you for Wawa nice University, life. but yes. I'm not going to make it. I ain't going to make Three it. Three hours. <laughs> I was there. Three that hours. Was some but so, right. So, but what I'm saying is, you have to, I, and so if you I, have when, to a, know when a parent comes to me yeah. with, Anything, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'll do this. Watch, right. watch this. You know Especially with so a four-year-old and your that. kid is two, and, and you gonna come to me right. and tell me what your right. kid not gonna do, and this, that, and the third. Right. I, I mean, I want better for everybody. Yeah. I'll help anybody any way I can, but you know, that's really not my ministry. That right. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, 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 your strengths. Not, exactly. No, your strengths. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, it 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 all boils down to times really have changed and if you have children make a difference in your children's life my my children ain't out here acting like banshees that's yeah. all i got to say i did my job we but, enjoyed the high school football game nonetheless right. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun <laughs> it was fun and i think that that wraps up the episode um if i do say so myself Hey, listen, remember everybody that you can follow us on all social media platforms. You can follow us Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Did That Shit. Always remember that it's one word. We did that shit. Make sure that you subscribe uh, to the podcast. You can find us anywhere where you can listen to your favorite podcast. Remember that the podcast is free. It's free. We dropping all the podcast with at least one person. Yeah, text them anywhere where you share your stuff. So remember that we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we are on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere where you can find a podcast, you can surely find. We did that shit. Uh, Remember that you can always follow me on my personal Twitter. It's my my thirteen. That's M Y M Y one three. And I'm at Babiamina. That's B-I-B-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. If you got a story about how times have changed or you just want to comment on anything that we said today or any of our past shows, always remember you can send us an email to we did that shit at gmail.com. It's one word, y'all. We did that shit at gmail.com. We will be here for all new episodes. Remember, all new episodes drop every monday so um we'll be here same time next week remember be great this week do that shit i love you maya love you too